The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Virginia Senators Mark Warner and Tim Kaine say they're closely monitoring the situation in Kabul. Both hold positions on Senate committees regarding intelligence and foreign affairs. Warner described the bombing as, quote, horrifying, adding that he will continue communicating with intelligence and White House officials to learn more about what happened. Kane also says it's important to prioritize the evacuation of U.S. citizens and at-risk Afghan allies. While evacuation efforts continue to evolve, state officials say Virginia is prepared to support more Afghans leaving their home country. Patrick Larson has more. Governor Ralph Northam confirmed contingency plans to use Fort Pickett and Marine Corps Base Quantico as temporary housing for displaced Afghans. Both bases are expecting their first round of immigrants to arrive this weekend. They're able to take in thousands of people. Fort Pickett is able to expand capacity to 10,000 if more space is needed. Northam, speaking to reporters Thursday, said over 11,000 Americans and Afghan allies have already arrived in Dulles International Airport, while another 8,000 immigrants have entered the country through Fort Lee, south of Richmond. Patrick Larson, VPM News. The American Civil Liberties Union announced yesterday that the Gloucester County School Board has agreed to pay over a million dollars in attorney's fees and costs to resolve former student Gavin Grimm's case. For six years, Grimm challenged the school board's policy regarding transgender students' access to bathrooms. Earlier this year, the Supreme Court declined to review lower court decisions ruling that the bathroom policy violated Title IX and the Constitution. In a statement, Grimm said he hopes this outcome, quote, sends a strong message to other school systems that discrimination is an expensive losing battle. The Republican Party of Virginia has filed a lawsuit to get Democrat Terry McAuliffe off the ballot, arguing his elections paperwork is incomplete. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, the lawsuit alleges the former Virginia governor didn't provide a signature on his declaration of candidacy and that two staffers falsely said they saw him sign it. McAuliffe's campaign disputes these claims and is calling the lawsuit a, quote, desperate attempt to make way for his Republican opponent, Glenn Youngkin. August is National Immunization Awareness Month, but state health officials say Virginia families are falling behind on their shots. Dr. Tiffany Kimbrough is a pediatrician at the Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU. She says people see a lot of information about all kinds of vaccines that can be hard to sort through. So one of the consequences that we've seen not only from the COVID pandemic is just a lot of mistrust, and we um, are ready and, and willing to talk through all of those concerns in the office. When kids fall behind on normal immunizations like mumps and measles, that puts schools at risk of outbreaks on top of existing COVID concerns. Kimbrough says if you're unsure of your child's immunization status, reach out to your family physician. Three Virginia educational institutions are one step closer to creating a joint school of public health. Jonah Grinkowitz from partner station WHRV has more. The proposed name is the One School of Public Health. It represents the collaboration between Old Dominion University, Norfolk State University, and Eastern Virginia Medical School to address health inequities in Hampton Roads. Dr. Alfred Abu Hamid is interim president, provost, and dean at EVMS. 
we cannot ignore anymore the health disparity that exists in our neighborhoods and the health of our community should indeed be measured by the health of those among us who are most vulnerable. Thursday, the presidents of all three institutions signed a Memorandum of Understanding, a document that formally commits to establishing the school. The effort received $5 million from the Virginia General Assembly and $4 million from Centera Healthcare. It will now go through an accreditation process by the Council on Education for Public Health. That was Jonah Grinkowitz reporting. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Thursday, August 26th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs>